Today on the Being Whole podcast, I have a great conversation with Carissa Floyd. Carissa is a wellness professional who is passionate about connecting experiences. She knows what it's like to feel disconnected physically, relationally, and spiritually. The theme of connection is present in all of her endeavors. Carissa believes that connection is ours to come home to and that our journey of coming back to ourselves can be joyful and simple, and it's way more fun when you are in a community. You can find Carissa around town in New Braunfels, Texas, teaching Pilates at her downtown studio, meeting other wellness pros through her new organization, the New Braunfels Wellness Collective, going out to eat with her amazing husband, and taking her son out for ice cream. All right, everyone, I am here with my friend, Carissa Floyd, and I'm actually so excited um, to have you here on many levels, Carissa, and I just love to point out the way that we met, and that was because you asked me to go live with you on Instagram, and I was like, yes, I've been fangirling you as I walk past your studio, (laughs) and I just love like how our relationship started just so organically, randomly with like putting ourselves (laughs) out there, and so I want to thank you for you, even in the time that I've known you, you always just encourage me to show up as myself and to just go for things. So I'm excited to have you here and to have you tell all the listeners a little bit about yourself and what do you do? Well, you're so sweet. Thank you. That was very sweet. I love it. Um, I feel that same way about you. You're awesome. Um, it's funny because I, I remember when I asked you to do the podcast, like the little Instagram live thing, and you're like, yes, because I'm trying to challenge myself and this is crazy timing whatever and then you asked me to do the podcast and I'm like mm. <laughs> but it's challenging myself and this is good timing <laughs> but that's where I think I love how our friendship not only is it centered on just you know holding space for each other and talking yeah. about what we have going on but there's mm-hmm. never a time where we've talked where we haven't then also been thinking about our growth and how are we moving forward yes want to do and not in a way of like oh we're in a bad place we have to move forward but just in this really positive encouraging space mm-hmm. so I'm so appreciative of that energy and, and ability for us to kind of have those connections too yes it's such great momentum and I think I, yeah I value that whenever whenever you can find somebody that's on a similar similar wavelength mm-hmm. to have space and then challenge you enough where it's like okay so what's what, what do we do about that? Where do we go from here? That's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I'm feeling a lot of momentum right now, just in general, like in the community and my life and my business, like I see you having a ton of momentum. Like, I, I don't know. That's my theme right now. I, I love that momentum. And I like <laughs> also how, you know, I think that that's awesome when we can look at other people and have that encourage our own momentum too, is it mm-hmm. looking at other people and then feeling like we're not going anywhere or we're stuck, like kind of like, you know, nope, yes. all on this train and it's moving, let's go. So, yes. and I think, okay, so first, I guess I should have you tell everyone what you do, because I was just going to say, you do this for your clients, because that is something that you do. You're so good at like motivating people in, but from a place of understanding where they need to be motivated from and yeah. what, so, you know, who are these yeah. clients? What do you do? Let's start. There. Yeah. Um, I teach people how to connect with their body. That's basically it. Uh, Pilates is the toolbox that I view that lens from. Um, There's so many different lenses that can work for that from Reiki to massage to um, therapy to, I mean, all journaling, all kinds of things, right? Um, That's just happens to be the tools that that I have. Um, I have a Pilates studio downtown New Braunfels. Um, It's I just do one-on-one sessions and and I do it so that I can do kind of like what you were saying, like 
customized individual sessions that are built around the person in front of me and their needs, their goals long-term, everything that has led them on their movement journey up until here. And then also like how they show up that day. And then how do we see like, what do we need and how do we take care of that? Um, and really what that looks like is people learning to check in with themselves and then learning accessible tools that they can use to take care of their needs as they vary day to day. Um, that is a very long answer to what I do. <laughs> okay. This is great. And it's perfect because you already spoke on so much as well. And I just absolutely love the way that you describe what you do. You help people connect with their bodies, you know, and yeah. the way that you talk about how Pilates is, you know, the toolbox with which you are going to, to help do that and mm -hmm. helping people understand that, you know, you can build these, these toolboxes full of a variety of different things. That absolutely. Are right? And I love that you, you know, you and I have talked so much too about how you, you really start with people differently, even, you know, it's not like just showing mm -hmm. up in the video and I signed up for a class and here I am, let me go through the motions. But yeah. Starting yeah to having this intake with people and working to understand what they actually need and why they're coming to you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and then what we need changes so much. Our hormones change, our environments change, our stress levels change, our bodies. We are very fluid. We don't like to think of it like that sometimes, but we are. And so um, I feel so privileged to be able to be in a space with people where we can fine tune an experience for them that is literally based on what they need today and what has changed, you know, like that's, it's so awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. In inviting people to really think about it that way. You know, what do you need today? Yeah. What is your body yeah. need today? I mean, I think if we all honestly just asked ourselves that question, maybe repeatedly <laughs> yeah. throughout the day, because that can even change. Right. But really what do I need today? Instead of thinking like so often, then we get on this big scale level of like, oh, I need this and I have yeah. to do that. And we're thinking about these big goals or big changes. We're really yeah. coming back to it. And what do I need today? Or what are the steps that I can take today that move me toward that goal or that help me feel better about mm -hmm. where I am or whatever it is. And really yeah. remembering to honor that and ask ourselves that question. It's huge. It's, I mean, it's so big, but also it's so simple, but we just don't always do it. Right. And, and sometimes the answer is overwhelming. And sometimes we don't, it's usually one of the three things, right? Like we don't have the practice of tuning in or we're not prepared to deal with the answer. Oh. We don't have the tools. Yeah, exactly. It, or, and I had, I had a third one. Um, but usually, usually the tools are not that crazy. Like, it doesn't need to be going to a potty session. It could be taking three minutes to sit by yourself and breathe, right? Like, but that practice of tuning in, checking in, what do I need? What resources are available to me to take care of those needs? And how can I honor those needs today? Because those all change. Time is a resource. Energy is a resource. Money is a resource. You know, I have a lot of weird health things. And some days, like my brain is like, yeah, I want to do all these things. And my body's like, these are the things I need. But then like internally, my body's like, but we can't do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you okay, so my energy resources are zero today. So this is what I'm going to do instead. <laughs> like, Hi, you know? but really checking in with yourself and acknowledging that and realizing that that's okay. And that's, yeah. that's you, you know, honoring your body, taking care uh -huh. of it 
And I know you and I have spoken about this a lot with different health challenges and things and learning to listen to your body in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And how difficult that can be. And I know a lot of my listeners too have different issues that they've talked to me about where, you know, that is the hard part because when you feel great, you just want to go all in because you're like, I feel good. I've got this. I'm going to push real hard. And then like those other days, you're just like, okay, now I can't do anything. And so really even learning how to manage the good days so that you don't like overextend yourself and then make you have several bad days then in a row or whatever. And I think also too, like for you as a movement professional and working with people, you know, how difficult was that for you to really even get to that place when you maybe had days where you're like, no, I have to go do this, but your body isn't cooperating. Like, what was that like too? It's so hard. Um, I, I talked about this a little bit. I, so I had a studio in North Shore of Chicago and it was a small group performer studio. So I had six, um, six machines, small groups of classes of six. I did have private sessions, but I also was a lot of energy output with my classes as well. Um, And then I had a team and then I was mentoring instructors and then I was, you know, hiring admins and trying to have a cool brand and to do all the things, right? Um, And it was exhausting. And I remember I went, I probably went like honestly a solid two weeks without moving my body really like intentionally at all, just like going through the motions and I was so tired. And I went to like a birthday party with my son his friends or whatever and I was talking to another mom and and I was like you know what I'm doing I just am I'm writing down in my journal did I move today and if I walked to the mailbox that counts it sometimes my movement like it's gonna look different but did I move today like did I take care of my needs today Mm -hmm. and um and she said well that's not really fair because you move for a living and I was like well, basically she was like, you, you work out all day. <laughs> I was like, hold up. I am just as responsible for taking care of myself as everybody else. And I've let it fall by the wayside. And I'm telling you that I haven't been moving my body right. and not intentionally. And no, I don't work out all day. And even if I did, I'm still responsible for honoring my needs, just like you are. Like right. it's very different. And when you're teaching people and the, mm-hmm. you know, you're maybe getting a workout, it's a much different space than actually yeah. drop into your own body and your own needs and your own emotions. Because when you're teaching, you're also, you're cueing, you're looking at other people, you're paying attention to them. So it's, you may be moving your Turn body, off. but you're not flowing through those movements in the same way at all. No, no, it's very external. And I really don't demo when I teach. Um, also, a lot of that is because I'm, utilizing equipment and they're on it so I can't be on it too you know (laughs) like that's it oh no um and so uh so yeah so I I don't demo when I teach so what I do is I put on the reality is like I get up early I drink coffee I like at my worst right this is not now because this is how I got burnt out but at my worst I would get up sometimes I would like wet my hair so it looked like I took a shower (laughs) And then I would make a smoothie and a big thing of coffee. And I would take a series of liquids with me to the studio and I would have no time to eat. I would teach back to back for five plus hours. I'd be lucky if I got any of my coffee or smoothie, because I mean, people in between classes are asking questions and all this stuff, right? I'm just talking nonstop. I'm not working out. I'm standing up. I'm wearing workout clothes. So it looks like I play the part, you know, but like, 
my hair's wet. It looks like I like did a workout and then took a fast shower kind of thing. No, that is not what I did. And then I, at one point I found myself hiding in the bathroom. So I could just like sneak a bar and like not talk to anyone for five minutes. I'm not kidding. And I was like, this is not good. <laughs> this is, yeah. But the yeah. expectation is that like, you play the part and then people think of you as playing the part like, oh, she works out, she's fit, she's well. In reality, I was really just digging the hole deeper because I had these underlying health things. And it stinks because like, I wish I, like, I, part of me wants to say there's a time to hustle and there's time to go hard in your business. And like, it's not always a balance. Work-life balance is not a thing. Like sometimes something is always more than the other. Yeah. right? Like, yes. and so part of me wants to say, yeah, there's going to be times where you're putting a lot of energy into your business. Unfortunately, I'm at a spot with my body right now where I don't have the privilege to do that. Mm -hmm. And, and it makes me think like, wow, I really took advantage of all those times I did have a privilege to do that. <laughs> but I say that to say, I am no longer concerned with being the, like playing the part. Um, I'm just not. And my business has changed because of that. My work hours have changed. Um, the way that I approach wellness has changed. And I genuinely can say that like, I can offer so much more to my clients the way I'm showing up now, because I'm not spending energy putting on a show. Like, yeah. That's not it. The only time I'm exerting energy is because that is how I feel called to show up. And I'm very willing to trade that because I know without beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. And that's worth an energy exchange for me. Like that's worth giving some away. I, that's fine. I'm not available to just give energy away to like putting on a show and putting on cool music and being the coolest instructor. Like that's just not me. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no. well, and I love the way you phrase that too. Like, you know, what is the energy exchange and then what does it do for mm -hmm. you? And so often I think too, we can get into these spaces where we've started by putting on a show and then we just don't know how to stop that. Or then we yes. play that role because we're like, well, now this is how people see me or now this is my persona or now this is what's expected of me. And we lose mm -hmm. sight of the fact that we still get to be in control of that narrative, of that performance, of that show. Yeah as scary and as vulnerable as that can be to kind of let those things fall by the wayside. It's like, mm -hmm. again, recognizing then, you know, what is your energy going to be in this new space, as opposed to what is it that you're currently managing? And so yeah. often the managing of that show, it is energetically draining because mm -hmm. you're not getting the things back or you're not able to really show up as you need to. And of course, like yes. you we all have time yeah. you just have to turn it on and you've got to be there. Absolutely. You can't yes. be all up in your feelings on some days or whatever it is. Right. Sure. But like also recognizing that sometimes there's a time in the place that that has to happen, but that time and place is not every day, all the time. Not all the time. Exactly. Exactly. That's, I really that so much. I found in my last studio that I reached a point as an instructor where it became very clear to me how I wanted to show up as an instructor. Mm -hmm. And I will say before that, I knew the path to go on like the Pilates journey. And that has even changed a lot. It's often, I mean, a lot because of COVID, but even before that it was starting to shift. But when I was in training, so 10 years ago, the Pilates career path was you become an instructor, 
you become an instructor trainer and then you open your own studio, right? And I kind of followed that, skipped a little bit, opened my own studio and then I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I built this studio that I was like, this is how it should go. This is the way to do it. You have packages and memberships and intro packs and, and this and that and beginner classes and men classes. And now I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> but, but it became very clear to me. I started teaching these classes called connect classes. And it was much more where I would ask a lot of questions. Like, what if you could feel this? Cool. Play with that for a little bit. What if you could explore that? Where could you go from here? Like, and that, those are the only ones I wanted to teach anymore. And I was like, oh no. And I realized I had built this whole business. And then at the same time, I knew how I wanted to show up and there was no bridging that gap. Right. <laughs> like I could not show up in my own business the way I wanted to without just, you know, washing it clean. And yeah. COVID was awful in a lot of ways for a lot of people. And we've had our own struggles with that. But one amazing thing that happened is that I shut my studio down. It was the best opportunity to restart, to refresh. I wasn't even sure I was going to open another one because I was like, that's so exhausting. Um, but, and then one day I wrote down, I'm like, this is everything that's important to me. This is what I value. This is how, if I could put it in a studio, this is how I would do it. And, and then I looked at it and I was like, oh, this could be a studio. It's just a little different, you know, this is my business. This is my heart and my business on one page. And then I was like, that's what I'll, that's what I'll do. And, and now, now I have the systems to back up the way I want to show up, you know, yeah. but it's really hard, especially if you've built it the way you think you need to. And then, then all of a sudden you like come into your own in some way or have a new understanding of something or whatever, bridging that gap can be challenging. Mm -hmm. If I would, if I showed up the way I teach now to some of those clients that were there for like the cardio sweat and abs class, you know, they would not get to film it. They would be like, <laughs> that's well, fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, um, I'm not burning enough calories, you know, and that's fine. But there are some clients that value my teaching style and I still teach them virtually and that's great, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, well, I think showing up how you want to is important. Up how you want to. And then, I mean, you, you said that so nonchalantly too. Like, so I closed my studio and I was going to open this other new studio. And like, <laughs> the way that you even were able to come to that understanding for yourself and then really make those big leaps. I mean, that is something yeah. where I think a lot of times we think about doing those things or we even daydream about right. them or we hypothesize about what that could feel like. But then we, we don't take the action because we're scared yeah. or there's obstacles that we feel like we can't get around or what have you. So really, you know, watching you know, this is how this new studio looks. This is what this space looks like. This is how I get to show up in it. Yeah. That is such a beautiful thing that I think too, you know, that goes back to you tuning into your body, you tuning into your emotions, you tuning in. So everything you're teaching people to do, you really like flip the script a bit and did it for yourself in a different way. And so like your own embodiment, uh, what you're teaching yeah. people is, is, I mean, it's just evident, you know, and even in the way that you do show up now. Thank you so much. I, I haven't like put that all together, like in such a nice outlined way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how I did it either. So we'll just listen to this morning. <laughs>
Yes, but I thank you. It makes total sense now that you say it out loud. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was that was it was a transition, and um, you know, just like our bodies always change, our needs always change. Like my business is ever evolving and changing, and there's things that. I was talking with someone today. I was like, you know, every time I make a big shift, I'm like, okay, that was the shift. And then like six months later, like there's more, <laughs> there's more to unearth and dig around and like more uncomfortableness to grit through. And, but it's so good. Every time that I go through it, then I'm like, oh, I'm that's good. That was good. <laughs> no, okay. That's so relatable. I met with a friend today and she's like, so what's new? And I like told her all this stuff. And then I finally was like, I guess I'm just one of those people who were like, I'm always going through something. Like there's always something. I'm always. And none of it's bad, but it's, it's like what you're saying. You think, oh, this is the shift or this is the time or yeah, that moon cycle is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you the retrograde's done. Yeah, that's done. Oh, look at all this growth. And then, so yeah, you kind of don't even anticipate what the next thing is going to be. That's going to move you into yeah. space or a new space or something that you have to work yes. for a different challenge. But I think the cool thing about that too, then is like, you know, thinking about your journey, thinking about my journey is like, you know, some of that used to feel so much scarier than it does, mm -hmm. now. you know, yes. understanding that and being able to lean into those shifts. And that doesn't mean they're still not hard or frustrating or right. Something. But they, they can also be recognizing how powerful that they can be and recognizing that that space yes. is bringing us to something new, you know, and we might not yes. know what it is yet, but we're going to find out. <laughs> yes. I Isn't Carissa's energy contagious? She truly is a positive soul and I loved getting to chat with her and I'm so grateful she's my friend. The rest of our conversation will return after this quick pause. Did you know that I offer corporate training for businesses and organizations? I love getting to do lunch and learns or workshops because we come away feeling motivated, but also having actionable steps to take those motivations into our behaviors going forward. If you or someone you know is looking to strengthen a team with communication skills, burnout prevention, conflict management, and resolution, please don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Cassandra LeClaire with the word corporate to learn more about how we can work together and bring growth to the spaces you need help with. Now let's get back to this episode with Carissa. I had, um, I had a coach when I first opened my first studio, um, a few months in, I was like, oh, I don't actually know what I'm doing. You know? <laughs> and I was like, I help. And so I found a lady that knew what she was doing and has done it before. And I was like, okay, you will be my coach. You know, um, she was awesome. And she did a lot of mindset work. And one thing she talked to a lot about was like, what do you believe? What do you believe about money? What do you believe about business? What do you believe about success? What does that really look like to you? And I honestly hadn't gone through a lot of that before opening my studio. It was just like, well, no, these are the things. This is what you do. She's like, okay, but like, what do you believe? <laughs> and I'm like, well, that, that doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, just Pilates. And, and it actually really, it did matter a lot. And one of those things was like your beliefs about money and how you, I mean, there's so much of this online and people can have access to, to these conversations everywhere, but um, what you believe about money, how you believe you get it, if you think it's available to you, these are things I hadn't confronted. Um, and they were very big stories. And yeah. one thing she talked about was find the evidence, find the evidence for a new truth in, in this narrative that you have in your head. And I was like, well, I don't have it. It's not there. The evidence for me being wrong, essentially, is not there in my life. 
mm-hmm. and my life shows money is hard to get. Yeah. It's not available to everybody. You know, that's what my past shows. And, um, and she was like, well, then you have to borrow from somebody else until it's true for you. Because if it's true for somebody else, it can be true for you. So look around you. Who, who's, who, who can you see? And I was like, oh, I, I can actually, when you get outside of the story, outside of the narrative, outside of your head into something bigger and you can see, oh, maybe there is another perspective. Maybe there is another way to view this. And, and then coming, this is a long winded answer to kind of reflection on what you just said, but the more you find it true in your own life, the easier and easier it is to believe that new thing. Like, yes, this is a stressful shift, but I've done it before and I can do it again. But when you haven't done it before and you haven't done it again and you haven't seen any good come from it, it's terrifying. (laughs) It absolutely is. And so, you know, that stepping out of the storyline that you tell yourself, I mean, that's something like that is applicable on so many levels. You know, your money stories, your relationship stories, your stories about your mental health, your stories about your journey you know it really is like what are the storylines and reminding yourself that like your brain gets comfortable in those patterns and those stories and you have to remind it to go looking for evidence just like your coach said you have to rest and if you can't find it within who are those expanders yeah yeah then can provide you this other narrative and this other story yeah. and help you believe that it's possible for you. You know, yes. we our subconscious needs that. It needs to believe not only that this is possible for other people, but it, I need to feel that this is something attainable for me. And yeah. the money, the money thing is hard. You know, I have those same things like that I've had to work through and continually still work through yeah. really with those stories and how big they are and what yeah. is you know, what have I shown myself or what have I, you know, and then even to like, where does your resistance come up? So as you're finding yeah. those expanders, you know, like, I can't, I can't even tell you how many people I'd be like, yeah, but this is how they did that, you know, and like finding reasons why like they had it different than I did and why it wasn't going to work for me or what have you. And then really recognizing what that story is and yeah. spaces that you, again, are just kind of stuck in those thought patterns and what we yes would happen if you tell yourself a new story and you make that trip I see this with people on their bodies daily like everybody believes something about their body Mm. everybody does what do you believe the question everybody has has beliefs so um what do you believe you can do what do you believe you can't do how do you believe other people see you how do you believe you should stand how do you believe you should hold yourself I've seen everything and it affects people's movement and it affects their pain and it affects how this is a long, I could go on a tangent here, but (laughs) okay. So I think that people have, this is what I have learned And this is honestly what Pilates has taught me. And why I love sharing it with people is that you have immense power and connection in your body with your body and how you, your body moves around in the world and expresses itself. And we're all capable of that connection. Everybody can connect and then often change the experience you're having in and with yourself. Mm-hmm. That is not something everybody believes. And there are days I struggle to believe that. When yeah. you're in pain, you do not believe you can change it. Yes. Sometimes nobody has ever showed you how. Mm-hmm. And I have people talk to their body. I'm like, does your knee hurt right now? Like, does your hip feel weird when you're doing that? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, tell it to chill out it's freaking out. <laughs> like You need to tell it to chill. And I'm like, go like that, brush it off, tell it to chill. And they do. And it calms down and then we move on. And then they realize they can move without their hip being in pain, but it was just freaking out. So we just stopped the freak out. Like you can literally do that. You can be like, 
no, I don't want to, I don't want, if I just change the way it's sitting and the way of holding my shoulder, maybe it changes the experience you have with your shoulder. I'm not saying you can take away all pain, but often you can change the experience you have in with your body. Right. 90% of the time. And we don't, we're not taught how, mm-hmm. and then we certainly don't believe that that's for us. And I see this all the time. I've seen people stand certain ways because they're afraid to look haughty. Mm. Like literally stand with their shoulders like this because they feel if they open up and lift up that they're sticking their chest out and Mm. that they are looking haughty and posh or whatever the, I've heard so many. And if any of my clients hear you, no, I'm not talking just about you. (laughs) Like Like someone's going to hear this and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she said that. But the truth is there are so many. (laughs) um, I have seen people that are like really tall and they feel awkward sometimes talking to somebody that's not their same height and they, they make themselves smaller. Like they Uh literally make themselves smaller and they stand in certain ways where they spread their legs so that they are standing lower. They stick their neck out and then they complain they have neck pain. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, because you're holding your neck in a really crazy way. (laughs) That's so, no, you're so right though, about the ways that we make ourselves smaller. And in some way that, that came from somewhere, right? Like where we either felt comfort or where somebody made us comfortable or, you know, we took their opinion or what have you. And I was taking a group photo. This was several months ago with like, I was with a group of women and we're all going to take a photo and we took one and somebody looked at it and they were like, okay, now we're doing another one. And everybody take up as much space as you can. And they brought that, you know, we lean in or we lean over or we like crouch down and they were like, no, you just show up and be as big as you can. And I was like, okay, that's a really great space. And like every photo I've taken since then, I have thought about that. I'm like, okay, am I crouching down? Am I standing up straight? Am I trying to be like hide? And that might sound silly in terms of a photo, but if you start to think about the numbers of times that you do that, or that you change your positioning and your posture because of how you're going to be perceived or how you think you need to show up differently. So even like recognizing the ways like, that you're, you're doing that throughout your day, I think is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't think, um, and this, this honestly makes me sad, but also so grateful to be able to do what I do. The amount of people that I encounter that have this discovery that they can connect with themselves and change the way they feel in and with things, right. Um, are often 50 and up. Yeah. And it breaks my heart that they've gone 55 years being told, like just completely disconnected. Yeah. And and often, I mean, there's so many reasons for that. And it's so deep. But um, but watching them uncover that and then be like that you watch them go through a process of one, there's this light bulb moment and it's amazing and it's aha. Then two, there's like, can I, can I do that again? Can I really, can I really do this? Like, can I really, can I, yes, yes, you can. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, three, then they're like, take, take some ownership of it. And they like start taking up the space and they start doing things that feel good in their session, even without me telling them what comes next. Right. They just kind of start doing their own stuff. And they're like, oh, sorry. Um, I, I was just doing my own thing. I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. That looks like what you wanted to do next. You should do that. Let's go with that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then then there's also a little bit of a grief period where it's like, oh, like I could have 
they yeah. find it and then then I watch it and it's like no one ever no one ever how did I not know this no one ever showed me this and it's like oh so when I see things online about like body autonomy or taking up space or honestly just learning to check in with yourself like it is as simple as asking yourself those three questions on a daily basis and you'll find the tools you'll find them you can find them with zero resources you can sit outside and like let your eyes hit the sunlight you can you know like there's so many different things you that are available to us just freely as human beings but um but i'm i'm excited about these shifts that i'm seeing in the wellness space where so much more about connecting and then any like benefits they're external and they're awesome like yes you can you can have a goal of having a six pack but that can start with you tuning in to what you value and what you need, you know? And that's just like, that can be an external result of you taking care of yourself and showing up in ways you like. Yeah. And if you never want a six pack, that's fine too. <laughs> you know? No, you're so right. just tuning into your body. And I think that we are becoming more, like we're having a better cultural conversation and societal conversation yeah. about what that looks like and how people yes. can do that. So I do think like the people, you know, I noticed this even with my college students and stuff too. They're like, yeah, they're in it. They're so much more mm -hmm. aware of things. Like even as like from when I started teaching to versus to now, right. Mm -hmm. And like also recognizing the ways that if you aren't used to that space or if you haven't been given that, you know, attention or that education is like, sometimes people need permission. They are in that so silly. Like, what do you mean you need permission to do that? It's like, no, I literally no. need other people to tell me it was okay to feel something, or this is yes. you have, I'm giving you permission to, you know, go experience this, or this is, this is real for me or for whoever. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes again, just, just having that acknowledgement and being able mm -hmm. to then feel like you're allowed, you know, for lack of a better way to put yeah. it, you're allowed to step into that space, you're allowed to do it a little differently. And mm -hmm. some of that too is like, again, this is why it's so important to find people who can expand you, your mindset, your, you know, be a yes. wellness professional or whomever, yes. they can help guide you in ways that Absolutely. maybe you don't even know you want to go to, or you don't even know that yeah. that's something that you need yet. So really yeah. being able to even explore that and figure out what that can look like for you. Absolutely. I love to the ways that you talk about what you do for movement, but really you're helping people move through so many different things. Like the movement, the bodily movement is just one key piece of it, right? It our, is. our emotional health is so wrapped up in a lot of the reasons why we do or do not do things physically too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like going back to those beliefs, you know, I've had people say like, um, well, I just need to get strong stronger before I can do that. Or I just need to lose weight before I can do that. Or I can just, I need to be more flexible before I can do that. <laughs> no, the point is that you do this so that it supports you on your other things. Right. Not the flip. You don't need to change to show up. Right. Yeah. Like, um, and the biggest thing I've seen is like people feeling weak. And I relate with that a lot. And I'm like, you don't have to be strong. <laughs> you don't have to be strong to move. And you don't have to be strong to come here. And you don't have to be strong to do something and do well. You yeah. don't, you know? Well, and like in recognizing that the feeling strong can come from after showing up too, right? <laughs> like I, I think about this a lot. You know, there are definitely times where I'm like, oh, I don't want to go for a walk or I don't want to work out or I don't feel like it. But then I really remind myself, it's like, okay, but you absolutely have never... <laughs> 
felt like you shouldn't have done it after you've gotten through with it. You know, after every time after I've gotten through that, I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. Or I feel stronger or I feel better about myself, or I feel like more positive energetically, whatever it is. Right. So even, you know, recognizing that, yeah, you don't have to change anything to show up, but when you show up, things can change. Yes. Can I put that on my website? I feel like we've had a lot of really good quotes on this. So yeah, I think there's a lot happening here for social media websites. We've just been very profound. Definitely really a marketing genius. Right. Okay. So saying that is put this on your website, thinking about your business. What, you know, what do you think is something that like with running a business and, you know, thinking about that, are were there big surprises to you or were, are there things that you think like, Hey, if I would have realized this, or if I would have known it would have changed things for me. Um, that's a good, that's a good point. I think I'm very detailed and I'm very structured. Um, so having structure in my business Mm-hmm. that create systems that are repeatable and sustainable for me is very important. And I didn't set them up right away, but as soon as I started working with my coach, we got those set up and I'm, I'm so thankful. I didn't realize the importance of them to, to the degree we set them up until I had them and things took off that I was like, Oh, this is it. Like I ran a client retention report every month. I had email templates to send to people based on if they hadn't been in a one week, a month or three months. Like, you know, like I just had this all set up. Um, that's not something they teach you in Pilates training. Right? So, so yeah, so in owning a business, um, yeah, it's not about Pilates, I think is the thing, right? It's the experience that you offer and systems are an important way to do that. Um, and then I think community, like the importance of having people in your corner that you can talk to, like how we can just talk about stuff, like, and knowing that they aren't like trying to go do the same thing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no. the cattiness of it, honestly, I didn't anticipate it. I had seen a little bit as a studio instructor, like, cause I worked in studios before opening my own. So I knew of drama between studios. However, I just didn't realize that as owners, it would, it could be so crazy. Um, and I was just like, this is no, like you need people in your corner. You need like-minded business friends. Um, I have like a little WhatsApp group with like some studio owners that like, will just be like, Hey, this is going on. And then not talk for six months. And then someone randomly is like, help, what do I do? You know? And we just support each other. And like, you have to intentionally build the community you want around you as a business owner, as, I mean, probably anybody should be doing that, but especially in the business world and especially in the business wellness world, because it can get really exhausting really fast. I, if you don't. I thank you for speaking to that, because I think that that is some of it that, especially in these health and wellness spaces where it's like, wait a minute, we literally are preaching about empowerment at the same time where you are actually not empowering other people at all. And and I struggle with that. I really do. I struggle with it because I'm like, you are 
taking people's money and building up this space created on this platform of authenticity and empowerment and welcoming at the same <laughs> time of like holding this other scarcity model thing over here, I guess, where you actively are pushing people out or, or speaking ill of other businesses or acting. It's just weird to me. It's this weird juxtaposition, yes. of like how people present themselves versus how they actually are, are, are showing up. And like, we've talked a lot about that with even like toxic positivity then, and like this culture it can create of, of then if you're not, you know, maybe I wasn't in the scarcity model, but I see how this works over here. So now, oh shit, I feel like I can't be as generous or I shouldn't do this because now I'm, I'm in a competition with this other person over here. And I like really having to step back for yourself, myself and be like, okay, no, that's them. That's not real. And how can I create a different community and space for myself? Or how can I then find people who I don't feel that where it is more, you know, we're about true empowerment and building each other up. Yes, absolutely. It's yes, yes, yes. Okay, so because of that, you actually then, you took it next level. Not only did you find a community for yourself for that as a business owner, but then you actually have recently created a space like that for health and wellness professionals here yeah. in the area. So like, so talk to me about where that came from and, and how, what's happening with that now. Yeah, um, I am more excited about this than I have been probably anything ever <laughs> like it is like next level excitement for me right now it's in its baby stages um but it's happening organically and without resistance right now for me like I have no resistance about it and I'm like okay this is the this is my next yes like every every step of the way in this has been like okay yes okay yes okay oh yay I can't wait you know <laughs> Um, and so that's been awesome, but it started by building my own community because I haven't felt like I was talking about, I mean, the bodies community can be pretty catty just in general. And I'm realizing every niche can be pretty catty. Every single one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I kind of alienated myself from the bodies community for a little bit because I was like, I just, I'm not getting anything from that. At one point I went on my Instagram and I like unfollowed almost all flying instructors. <laughs> I was like, I don't want any of their stuff in my head. I want to show up and I want to figure out how I want to show up, not comparing myself at all. And then maybe I can rejoin, like re-tiptoe in, but with a stronger idea of who I am. Yeah. And not, not do it the flip, you know? And um, and I feel like I know how I'm good to show up now and so I started kind of tiptoeing back into the health of like hey I'm I'm here a little bit <laughs> doing things um and what I found is that the people that I aligned with value wise often were in the health and wellness space like in the in the almost more mindset space yeah. not just physical right like they were like psychologists and they were communications majors and they were authors and they were people that were talking about EMDR and behavior therapy and, um, and mindset shifts. Like, I'm like, Oh, that's what I'm really interested in. Like Pilates is my toolbox, but like how you said, it's so much deeper than the movement piece. And, um, and so then this year I decided, okay, if that's what's important to me, then I want to keep meeting those people. So I feel filled up and connected and like a part of something bigger because I can't stay by myself anymore. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember I had a, I had a coach, an old coach that I kind of like called again this year. And, um, and she was like, the through line to your business is community. And I loved it, but I couldn't relate with it because my business is only me. And I was like, well, how's that going to work out? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I am the everything. <laughs> So what's going on here? And then I was like, okay, this is my year for community and creativity. And I'm, I'm not making a business plan this year. Every year I reevaluate my business plan and I look at what didn't work and what's working well and what I anticipate my challenges, even the whole thing. And this year I was like, no, that has never helped. (laughs) Probably good practices. I'm past that, you know, I'm just, I just want to have friends. (laughs) So I was like, this is the year I just dive into community. And then it started in January and I wrote in an email and this is not like me. I don't do video things. <laughs> like, this is a big step for me. Um, and I wrote in an email in my newsletter that I was doing an Instagram live series. And then I sent it and I was like, well, I guess I got it. <laughs> I know. I love that. That's how I take the biggest, scariest action is I like just tell a bunch of people I'm going to do it. And then I'm like, oh shit, I guess I got to do that thing now. <laughs> and the people like you and like all of a sudden like oh my gosh I'm not so alone in my thoughts and feelings and views on the world like it's just I'm I may be alone in that not alone but not the dominant mindset in the Pilates world which is fine but that doesn't mean I can't have community connection like I just have to look at other wellness I need to look at other places and the more I start looking at other places, the more modalities that I'm seeing that people are using for that connection, like how we talked in the beginning, like my toolbox is Pilates. Like there are, I'm meeting awesome like energy healers and Reiki and massage and yoga and acupuncture and like all these people that have amazing ways to support their fellow humans. And that's freaking fantastic. And they are beautiful people. Like they are amazing. And so it has kind of morphed into um, the wellness, the Nebraska's Wellness Collective, which I'm super excited about. Um, we had our first family dinner. So we had everybody out at our farm out in Canyon Lake. And um, I say our, it's our family. So it's, it's awesome though. Um, but it, we had a family potluck picnic and, um, and then headshots or had a headshot party, um, just things to support these, I call them wellpreneurs, wellness entrepreneurs who are in the wellness field doing their thing. Um, And I remember what I needed the most was like support, some business support, community support, um, and space. And so, um, so that's my, my hope is to bring them all together. And what I'm finding is that already in its baby stages and just kind of like having dinner together, like People are already sharing each other's posts on Instagram and growing each other's followings. They're already referring people like, oh, I do bar, but I think you would benefit from reflexology. You should go over here. Like that's already happening. And that is community over competition in action. That is these wellness people coming together, you know? Okay, that was a really good quote too. Yes, yes, that was so good. Yeah. I mean, that community, and it doesn't have to be built on any sort of scarcity model, then it is built instead on that empowerment and on that bringing people together and that action through the community. Yes. And what I'm finding is that everybody I reach out to, I'm always nervous the first time because I don't know them. And then I'm like, 
hey, do you want to get cocked? And they're like, is she in an MLM? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What is she trying to sell me? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, no, I just like wanted, you seem cool. I want to get to know you and what you do. And then like, I probably know other people that like you should talk to, you know? Um, And every time though, like nine times out of 10, the response is, oh my gosh, yes. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for reaching out. This is awesome. I've been looking for something like this. This is what I've been hoping for. And it's like, the timing is just right. And I'm just stepping into it, but the collective energy is there. And, uh, and I'm so excited to see it happening. Like I have had this dream in my heart of this like wellness group and collective and retreats and stuff for so long, but until people come together, it doesn't happen you know, and I'm, I'm finding the people that are willing to say like, yeah, I'm not going to try to stake my claim here. Like I want to genuinely help others and other wellpreneurs. Yeah. And, and that is, that would be awesome. And I'm hoping it'll be awesome for the community too. Because then you have these groups, right? Like you can easily see what's available, see what's going on in your community. You, If you yeah. follow one Instagram person, you know all the stuff that's going on, not just one little silo. Like, No, you've already, I'm talking with you, the number of people who I've become aware of in my community here that I didn't even know. I'm like, oh, I didn't know about that person. I didn't know that. Because sometimes too, because we do get busy or overwhelmed or we're stuck in our own routines, like that exploration of what else is out there, we we don't necessarily dig into that. And so having this space where it's like, really understanding that, you know, the reason you're resonating with all these people is because it goes back to those values and goals. You want to help other people heal in different ways. Right. And that's what all of those people are doing, you know, and, and they're doing that because not only, okay, that's not just my profession or my career, how I make money, but it's really my passion and my purpose. And so I'm going to do this in this way because I want to help people. And so being around others who are, who have that same energetic space and mission, it, that's what I think makes some of that competition just fade away then, because it's like, if you can help people in a way that I cannot, and you're going to reach people differently than I can, then absolutely, please go do that. Yes. I know to be true, you know, to be true that the more emotionally healthy we all are, like just the world is better. (laughs) So (laughs) yes, it is. And so I don't need to be the only person. I should not be the only person in fact, because not everybody can hear my message or resonate with what I have to say, or look at me and feel like that I am somebody for them, you know? And so again, the fact that you can not only find these people and help connect them, then that just creates that energy. You know, when people get together, that's then a just yes. leaving and having bounced ideas off of people or been like, oh, I tried this and thought yes. about this and just building that excitement for yes. each other. And then all of a sudden their wins become your wins. You know, it's like, oh, that person did that. And they were like, oh, are you related to them? I'm like, no, but maybe because we're both awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I love it. Like already I'm seeing collaborations happen with people that have just met each other. And it's like, yes, this is what should be happening and treating each other with respect and seeing each other as owners and as healers and as like really skilled in what they do, like in starting there. 
Yeah. It's awesome. I'm just so excited to see, to see where it goes. And Me too. Um, I'm so yeah. grateful to be part of it. And I'm so just grateful yeah. for our conversations and okay. First of all, thank you so much for spending time with me today and for showing up and you offered so many wonderful like tips and, and tricks for my listeners, but then also I really appreciate the way that you do just show up so authentically. You're like, these are my experiences. This is what's happened. Because I think there is so much growth that can happen for other people too, when they recognize like we are all doing this together. We're all growing through different things. We all have challenges. I'll have things. So whatever, you know, platform or pedestal you've put somebody on or thinking that their life is perfect or they have it all together. It's like really being able to understand that the human experience is rooted in all of these different things, pain and joy. And we are all moving through them. Maybe not at the same time, maybe not in the same way, but we all have those experiences. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Okay. Thank well, you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. And I can't wait for continued conversations. So yes. obviously, where can people find you? What can, how can they learn more about you? Yeah. Um, biggest way is uh, we are Pilates House. Um, you can, uh, we have a website, we are Um, But Instagram is great for just anything, which is at we are Pilates House. Um, and then at wellnesscollective.mbtx is the Wellness Collective. If you're in the New Braunfels area, check it out. If you're in Austin or San Antonio, stay tuned because hopefully this will be bigger than New Braunfels. Um, though maybe New Braunfels is eventually part of Austin and San Antonio. Yeah, we're all bleeding together. Like that course is <laughs> one giant Austin. We're all basically one city anymore anyway, honestly. Okay. Yeah. So yes, all of all, all the people. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll link everything down in the show notes for people as well. But yeah. thank you so much for just the way that you not only show up for other people, but how you show up as yourself and inspire other people to do the same. I just oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Here are my takeaways from today's episode. Number one, it takes practice to tune into your body and learn to listen to what it needs and in turn follow through to provide love and care for yourself in the right way. Give yourself grace in knowing that each day may look different and what your body needs from you. Number two, you may find yourself not loving the structure that you've put into place with your business. There are times and moments of clarity that force you to take a hard look at what is working and feeling good to you as a business owner and what you wish you could do without. But in those moments, you have the opportunity to forge a new path that feels more aligned with what your soul craves. Number three, we are all growing together and we all have our own struggles. The more we understand that we are, in fact, a collective, the better experiences we will have. Number four, it's never too late to connect with your body and inspire change in how you feel in your own skin. Lean into healers trained to help you heal and feel connected because you are worthy of feeling great in your body as you learn to live your best life. Thanks so much for taking time to listen to today's episode. You can find Carissa's links and social media in the show notes below the episode. I hope this episode gave you a peek into the life of a wellness professional who not only made it through COVID as a business, but came out stronger and with more clarity. I hope you come back next week for another new episode of the Being Whole podcast. Have a great day.